0: put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly.
2: Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal entry law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice.
3: KMOX.
4: Welcome back to Bush Stadium, a magical day here in downtown St. Louis. The final regular season home game. It's the Cardinals and the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's the retirement ceremony for Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols. And as I've said all morning, I would give plenty of love and pay close attention to Adam Wainwright. He hasn't said one way or the other. He is the starting pitcher today, and I know that he will receive that as well. It's going to be a great day here. It's a beautiful day Uh, Fans are out on the field now. No batting practice out there, but they are circling the track. Cardinals recognizing a number of fans today uh, who are – Wearing uh, celebratory shirts. Fans are out in the seats, kind of making their way in. Some of the bleachers already starting to fill up. The gates opened at 1045. Long lines to get into the ballpark, similar to an opening day or a World Series game. So if you are not downtown, I would get here ASAP. They are going to start the ceremony at 1230 for Albert and 12 1230 here at the ballpark with a 115 first pitch. So make sure that you are here. Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. Tom Ackerman with you, joined by one of the greatest players in the history of our game and certainly the best to ever feel the position of shortstop, and that is Ozzie Smith, the Hall of Famer. Ozzy, great to have you on KMOX. How are you? All right,
1: Tom. How are you this morning?
4: <laughs> Doing great. How about today? What? Let me take you back, if you can to 1996 and your final year with the st louis cardinals what were those emotions like on a day like this
1: well you know it was um, uh, it was kind of surreal you know because i don't think that we ever you ever get prepared for the day that you're going to walk away from it and you know having played 19 years you know you 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 I, i'm not going to say that you look forward to that day and uh that was uh, for real for me that day at realizing that uh, I'd come to the end of the road and um, and stuff. But it was exciting at the same time because there was so much excitement around the ballpark, and not many of us get to take what we call a tour. And um, that was the end of the tour for me. You know, I'd gone around the league and had received um, gifts from each of the ball clubs and and stuff, and so it really represented the end for me. Did you have any
4: of those opponents, those other clubs, say, in you know, tongue-in-cheek, like, gosh, I'm so glad to see you go, or something like that, <laughs> yeah. like you've been a thorn.
1: <laughs> yeah, you've been a thorn in our side, and uh, yeah. that's a good feeling. Uh, that's uh, I, I think it's it, uh, you know, with respect uh, for for what I was able to do, and as I said, you know, not, not everyone get to experience that, and, you know, I consider myself very fortunate I've had to, the opportunity to experience that had been one of the players that um, got to take what we call a tour.
4: I don't know that I've ever asked you this, and I'm going to ask you about our honorees today, of course, our retired players. But did you? was there a ballpark that you enjoyed visiting the most? And what was it like taking your team on the road, wearing road uniforms, especially your championship caliber teams. What what were road trips like for Ozzie Smith and those Cardinals? And was there a ballpark that was a favorite?
1: Now, I don't know if there was ever a favorite ballpark because if you're doing your job every day, it didn't matter where you played. Um, you know, there were we had a rivalry against the against the Mets. Um, you know, was probably the biggest part, and the way that we we took care of that rivalry and and those fans. Uh, that rode us a lot was that we, it, it brought out the best in us. You know, we played good and we knew that a big hit or a big play is the way that you silence the fans. So, um, you know, we, we took a lot of pride in the way we went out there every day and, and stuff. So we didn't worry about the, the ballparks that we were playing in. We just, uh, we had to find a way to win. And, uh, and we did in, in the eighties, we, we found a way to make it happen. I feel like these
4: two players, Yadi and Albert, were two of the best at that, to go on the road and prepare just the same way that you did. But they certainly were able to rise to the occasion. Let's start with Albert. He is a remarkable talent, Ooh. one of a kind. I'm not sure we ever see anyone like him again. When you say Albert Pujols, what will you remember as a player?
1: yeah he was um um, he he, he is that special player you know the the, albert is one of those rare players that have the ability to rise The, the bigger the moment the better he performed and you know you don't have a chance to see those players every day michael jordan was that way in basketball and and Tom Brady's that way in football, but you know, he's one of those rare players that really had the ability to, to, to perform the, the tougher the task, uh, the better he performed. And, uh, he's been fun to watch. And I think that for all players that have the opportunity to play with someone like that, if you don't learn from that player, then you know, that's, that, that says a lot about you and, and not being able to, um, to, to follow the lead of a player of his caliber. You know, you, can, you, should, you should be able to learn a lot from him and how he's able to breathe in the moment. And for all of us, I think it's about learning to breathe in that moment, taking a breath, because we're all holding our breath. But the players that excel at those times are able to, to, to breathe and control their breathing at, at that particular time.
4: You know what's really something about him? Uh, We all know about his hitting and his power and his 701 home runs and his 3,379 hits and a .296 lifetime average and over 2,200 RBIs. This guy is a two-time Gold Glover. He won the Uh Fielding Bible Award five times. You know, Uh like you made yourself into a hitter, Ozzy. Albert Pujols made himself into a fielder, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he made himself into a complete player. And I, I think that's, that's all of our goal is to be as complete as you can possibly be. And, you know, when he first got here, not that he was a, a bad defensive player, I think he took a lot of pride in in being able to play on both sides of the ball. And um, he, he, he certainly developed the ability to play first base. And even now, you know, I think that what he's done is proven that if given the opportunity, you can play well beyond the age of 40 and um, he's just been he's just been fun to watch. Uh, I'm really glad that he was able to come back here and finish his career, um, you know, because I think that there's certain things that are supposed to be, and this is something that was supposed to be, and I say that because all of a sudden this year we're able to get uh, the DH, which allowed him to come back, and then, you know, just hitting against left-handers, and I, I knew that if, in fact, he got into a, a situation to where he would get close to 700. He's going to have to hit against some right-handers too. And I think he's proven that it doesn't matter who lefty or righty. It doesn't matter. He's just a great hitter and probably the the best right-handed hitter we've had a chance to, to, to see up close and personal every day.
4: Yadier Molina is one of the greatest catchers in the history of this game. He has won nine gold glove awards four platinum glove awards he has one of the great uh, reputations in terms of managing a game from behind the plate that we've ever seen. He also made himself into a hitter, a two-time world champion. Ozzie, 19 years in the big leagues like you uh, is mm-hmm. some run for Yadier Molina.
1: It is. And I mean, I, and I was asked, you know, what, what stands out about him, the fact his durability, you know. Um, playing catcher every day at the big league level is not an easy task, you know, getting up and down. And, you know, this year we even had a chance to see him steal a base, which was exciting for everybody at the ballpark. And his durability, I think is the thing that really stands out. And of course he's had a great reputation of being able to throw out runners. I don't know what the percentage of, of uh, runners he's thrown out, but you know, it's, it's, I, I know it's incredible. But um, just a great, great player, and, and spending the time here, I think, I think they enjoyed and really played off of the energy that the fans brought every day, and um, they played up to it.
4: And then there's Adam Wainwright, who will start the game today, and his greatness in big situations is also legendary. Also, the common thread between these three and you is giving back to the community, Adam Wainwright has found a way to make himself immersed in the community, Ozzy, but also in that clubhouse. I'm not sure the Cardinals do what they do without his positive influence. He is something special.
1: Yeah, he's, uh, you know, I, all of the clubs that we had in the 80s always had that. You know, when you have a Bob Forsh and, you know, some of the veterans that we've had and, and it appears that it's um, Adam Wainwright with this club – when you have a guy who can has longevity and the experience that he has, it doesn't do anything but trickle down to the younger players, and you can tell that by the discipline that they have when they go out and uh, play every day. And um, it, it's it's just a it's 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 fun to watch when when a guy like Adam Wainwright and 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 Albert do their thing every day, and um, how it brings up the level of. of of play for the rest of the players as well.
4: You know, we have gone now an hour and 15 minutes on this show, and I have not even mentioned Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado, two players who are going to be at the top or near the top of the MVP vote, and Goldie should win it. You know, I do think of you often when I see those two. You had the benefit of some great first basemen, including Keith Hernandez, and your wizardry at shortstop is legendary. I always wonder what you're thinking when you see Nolan Arenado play. And I know because of the pandemic, you two haven't been able to really hook up and spend a lot of time together, but that is going to happen. Um you with all respect to the best, uh he is in that category, isn't he? Is one of the best to ever field that position.
1: Yeah, there's always a bad man and a robin, you know. <laughs> and uh, this club here, you know, with Goldsmith and um and Arenado at the corners have been fun to watch. They brought fun back to the game. And I think that this year was, with the fact that, you know, the guys are uh, finishing their careers, uh, it's just brought a real excitement to the ballpark this year. And um, I think people have really had a, a great appreciation for what they've been able to do and over their careers. And there's a real appreciation. I think you'll see that today at the ballpark at how much people have really enjoyed the excitement that they have created. Day in and day
4: out here, Arenado is a superstar both at the plate and in the field. But in the field, in particular, what do you see, Ozzy? Is it a combination of all those things—instincts, preparation, yes. positioning? What, how does he do it?
1: It's it's all of it, you know. Um, it's the instincts. It's the preparation. It's the um, the downright grit that they have every day. And you know, watching them play every day. Uh, for instance, you know. It's important to to hit the ball the other way. You know, first of all, I think that that's what is going to afford you the opportunity to to hit the ball out of the ballpark is just hitting the ball the other way. So uh, watching Arnaldo last night, you know, when they're keeping the ball in on you or keeping the ball away from you, when they do make that mistake, you know, you hit that ball the other way and – I saw that last night, and that was just it's – just, it's just watching professional hitters do their job, and uh, it's fun.
4: Ozzie Smith, the 15-time All-Star, 13-time Gold Glover, world champion in 82, nationally champion in 82, 85, and 87. You'll be celebrating the 1982 team – On October sixteenth, a gala at the Ritz Carlton. I can't wait to be there. You'll have some of your teammates and manager Whitey Herzog there, won't you, Ozzy?
1: Yeah, it'll be. um, This will be our fourteenth year, and you know, when I started this, I had no idea that uh, (laughs) it would be going this long, but it is, and we've had some wonderful guests um, um, each and every year, and this year we'll be celebrating the eighty-two. a world championship and it's a, that's a fun evening then we'll play golf on uh, on the 17th which is Monday at uh, out at Boone Valley. We still have tables left for the gala at the Ritz. Uh for more information you can go to com to um to see what's available.
4: Those tickets are $262. 262. I know what that is.
1: <laughs> My lifetime batting <laughs> average, uh, you know, people would ask, you know, well, what why two sixty two? But uh, we tried to um, include the highlights and things that have happened in my career, and um, that's why we're at the two sixty two there.
4: I just did an event with Tommy Hur on the field here with Bill the third It was a, a event that was sponsored by Bank of America. And I thought as I was listening to Tommy speak, what a great thing for the 82 team that they have been aligned with this 2022 team with all these massive crowds and this great celebration of this current team that we've been able to look back and celebrate 82. Not that it wasn't getting enough love, Ozzie, but your 85 team was legendary and 87, of course, was as well. But to have 82 to be able to have this much attention on the 82 team, I think, is something special.
1: It is special. Um, anytime you 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 go through a year and you're able to to win a world championship, you know you never get enough of that. And I think that the the people that were part of that generation, um, you know, it it was that special time in their lives, and it was nice for us to have a chance to be a part of that. And we we all experienced it together. So um, we 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 never get enough of reminiscing about the good old days. What we call the good old days.
4: We're going to have a great time there at the gala at the Ritz-Carlton on October 16th. Now, the next day, your Pro-Am, October 17th, is sold out. I think that probably sold out in about... Uh, two yeah. minutes. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Uh, it's at Moon Valley, so that's going to be great. But you can still get tickets to the gala. Maybe you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe you chat with somebody at the gala who has an open spot. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that would be a great, a, a great time. And it's all to benefit PGA Reach and the Gateway PGA Reach Foundation. Ozzy, you, you really truly are making a difference, not only in the St. Louis golf community but around the country.
1: Well, you know, it's it's all about giving back. You mentioned a, a few minutes ago the importance of being able to um, um, to give back, and, you know, that's the greatest asset in the world is the ability to give back, and that's what makes this place so special. I think some of the people that they bring on board here understand the importance of being a part of the community, and uh, I've always wanted to be proud of the community in which I live, and if if, that's gonna, if it's going to be the best place to live, then I've got to do – uh, everything that I've got to become a part of it, and uh, I've tried to become a part of it to try and help young people who are less fortunate, and um, and so it's it's been a it's it's been a great ride for me since 1982.
4: You will have uh, at some point you're going to have a facility, hopefully built uh, near the Herbert Hoover Boys and Girls Club site, correct? By uh, Sports and Yes, Park. we're,
1: yes, we're going to start um, um, our capital campaign here very soon to. Hopefully, have that site built. um, Well, started on it, anyways, the next year or so. um, A nine-hole multi-recreational facility that will allow kids to um, to enjoy the game of golf as well as the business of golf, and some. um, uh, Well, there'll be a multitude of of things that they will be able to do. Right now, we partner with Best Buy for a teen tech center, which is in the. Um, on the first floor of Herbert Hoover's Boys Club. So you know, they'll be able to transition from there, hopefully over to uh, this facility, which will have uh, culture. They'll have arts. It, it'll it have a little golf. And, you know, we talk about golf as a sport, but then we talk about the business of golf as well, you know. So it'll give them another alternative.
4: com for all the information of PGA Reach. You can find it. Gala tickets still available for October 16th. That is a Sunday. Two sixty-two is the price of the ticket for the 1982 World Series Champions Celebration. We'll have a number of Ozzie's teammates there. We're going to have a great time with that. And we have a number of your great friends here at Bush Stadium today, including Albert Pools and Yadier Molina with a retirement ceremony that starts in a little over an hour. Thank you so much for spending this time with me, Ozzie. I really
1: appreciate it. Yep. All right, Tom. See you. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the event.
4: I will be all over it. You know that. There he is Ozzie Smith the Hall of Famer, with us on KMOX's Sports on a Sunday morning from the Stiefel Sports Studio. We're at Busch Stadium. We will have Cardinals President of Baseball Operations, John Moselock at 1130. We'll listen back to some of our favorite moments from 5 Minutes with Number 5, the feature that we did with Albert throughout the season. He's been so gracious to us. So this final regular season home game, we, of course, will celebrate Albert, and, yes, we will play some of his all-time great moments that's next on sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX from Bush Stadium I'm Tom Ackerman
0: (sighs) spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact choose from premium blinds shades and shutters we even have options for your patio too
2: Now, the John Mazalock conversation on KMOX. Sponsored by your Gateway Acura dealers, Mungadass St. Louis Acura, and Frank Lita Acura on America's Sports Voice, KMOX.
4: Welcome back to Bush Stadium. I'm Tom Ackerman joining us live after great visits this morning with Oliver Marmel, with Tony Larusa, with Ozzie Smith, all joining us live on the show today. We're now with Cardinals President of Baseball Operations John Moselock Mo, it's great to have you on. What is a festive day here at the ballpark? Good morning.
6: Oh, incredible buzz out there,
4: <laughs> isn't it?
6: It's unbelievable. It's amazing. What do you think?
4: Yeah, what was it like when you came in this morning?
6: Well, long lines. Um, just a, I think like like the atmosphere is probably a little different than like a, like a postseason game because I feel like it's almost more like celebratory in the sense of like you're just trying to like recognize two individuals that have meant so much to this organization whereas you know come next Friday there's going to be that that sort of nervous energy of you better win so I think that I think there's a slight difference in the air but um, certainly one where there's incredible buzz outside.
4: I think you described that well. And that said, it's also a big day for Adam Wainwright, isn't it? I mean, it just we'll go to Albert and Yachty here in just a moment. But for Wainwright, not only to celebrate, because he hasn't said one way or the other, um, and of course he'll always be recognized for a great career, but kind of a big start for him. I think he, he wants to show off a little bit, see what he can do.
6: Well, I think that's right. But I, I also think we, we should, you know, somewhat pump the brakes on, on like, like how much this matters but obviously anytime when when someone gets an opportunity to play you you hope they play better than than not right so I think he understands the importance of what today means Um, I know that that uh, it's going to be interesting because he's going to have some some probably unique pregame things he normally doesn't have to do be asked of him today and so you know I hope those distractions don't come into play but you know, expectations for him to to still be a key member of this club are high, and uh, I hope today is is a meaningful day for him.
4: Yeah, absolutely, uh, and you're absolutely right. The vibe here is amazing. It does feel good to be around these legends of the game. They are still going. But I want to take you back to Yadier Molina. You drafted him. You brought him into the organization. What did you see? What did you hear about the young man back then?
6: Oh boy. You know, when I think back to, to to both of those guys, and obviously in the last you know month and a half or so, I, I've reflected so much on on both of them, and you know, starting probably with Albert, in the sense that you know he had that just like incredible minor league run his first year, and and I think like all of a sudden he be he was on everyone's radar. On oh my god, he he's he's like. Incredible player, and and he's going to be in the mix for a big league job at some point. But you know that was back in the day where it was almost like the the mentality was you needed a thousand plate appearances at the minor leagues before you ever got to the big league. So <laughs> I would say it was like almost like, yeah, we believed he was good, but let's come on, be realistic. Yeah. But then of course we know what happened that spring, and then of course how he started the year, and and really the rest is history. But. I think on a personal note, just watching him evolve as a person, uh, watching him as a father, and uh, you know, really impressive guy. And obviously, it's 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 tough when when he left, but you know, to have him come back, it's it's been you know amazing for all of us to be a part of. So that part's great. And then just a you know quick thought on on Yadi when when I remember, I think probably the most telling thing for me was when like Dave Ricketts was telling me this guy could catch in the big leagues now after uh, instructional league. And, you know, Dave was an expert on, on catching mechanics on, on ke- catching coaching. And for him to speak so highly of him was, was, you know, just something where I think we all like realized, Oh my gosh, we really have something here, but to see 19 years from him, to see Albert's 11 plus this one for us, it's like, look, we're all so lucky that we can say we were a part of it. And, um, you know it's it's probably something that we won't see again in our lifetime in 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 this fashion but you know i'm glad and i'm embracing every minute of, of each day right now
4: i bet you are it is a special time to be involved with this organization and today as good as it gets, uh, just a, a tribute to two remarkable professionals, Yadier Molina and Albert Pujols. And one other thing just about Yadi is that relationship with Adam. You know, we had Ozzie Smith on just a little while ago, and we also had Tony Larusa, and both of them remarked about the relationship between the two. Tony talked about uh, those two and, and how they worked so well together, even back in 06 when they won the World Series. But what do you see... Uh, when you see Yachty and Waino, what made them so special as a battery? Well, I think
6: it's it's you know both both chased greatness, and I think both saw greatness in one another, and so when they recognized that, this became a bond that that obviously thrived on the baseball field, but it also thrived as as a relationship. I mean, they are a bit. You know, of the odd couple and for as far as like personalities and and how they go about things, but yet when they're together and, and and they have the ability to talk to each other, that is something that's you know very unique in in terms of of professional relationships and yet I think theirs goes beyond that and i and I think that's what made them so special and and to watch those two. You know, as, as one turns 40 and, and the other's close to it, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's just truly amazing. And, and so, you know, I, I, I think it's, it's just such a rare thing to be able to experience two people together for, for 19 years.
4: It has been something how this year has come together. If you really think about spring training, there was a point in time where we weren't sure if, if either Albert or Yachty would be here. Yachty was not in camp yet. Uh, with personal issues, and the hope, of course, is that eventually he will arrive and his impact will be felt. Albert was still a free agent. Uh, how did the Albert signing come together from John Willzette? Mulza- We've talked about this on the air before, but for the benefit of today, this being the day, um, how did that come together?
6: Yeah, it seems like a really good phone call at the moment, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think back, and and both Ollie and... and uh, Skip Schumacher had had uh, some intel that was saying that that he wanted to come back. I know uh, Ollie and and Albert spoke, and then eventually, you know, we were trying to give some younger players an opportunity. They were getting off to slow starts, so ultimately, I reached out to Albert. We spoke for a while. We talked about a lot of different topics, but you know how we could could reunite and and you know bring him back, and and I think. uh you know, obviously the first couple months of the season had some exciting moments, but I don't think it went like he was hoping. And then obviously the second half has been more than one could imagine. So um, really, it's, it's just such a special time. And, you know, I've been around those guys a long time and, and just to see how they both are. And, you know, just the other day I asked them, hey, are you guys having fun with this? And they said they're loving every minute of it. And, you know, that's cool. How
4: good did that champagne and beer taste in that clubhouse? You've been in a bunch of them. Uh, you've been in a lot of them. Uh, but that particular moment with all of those young players bouncing around with these players who are going to wear red jackets, probably one of those, as you just mentioned, we'll never see this again kind of feeling.
6: Yeah, I suppose like the the the, the way I've always looked at that moment or, or being able to have those celebrations is just don't take it for granted. Um you never know when it's going to be your last one. And so, you know, it's not like we go crazy when you work in the front office and, you know, get soaking wet and that kind of thing. I mean, that's for the players, but to, to, to embrace and and cherish that taste. And that moment is something that you, you should always take um, seriously. Don't take it for granted because you just don't know. And, and for me, yeah, I've been very fortunate in my career to, to experience that a lot, but it's still something that I, I took a you know a timeout basically, tasted it, and uh, I understand like the that it really is a taste of success more than anything else. It is good
4: to step back and feel that. And as you mentioned, today will be that sort of feeling, a celebration of who, who this organization uh, is, who these players are, and then time to get to work on Friday. You will host one of three teams, either the Phillies, Brewers, or Padres and when you do that you will have a roster in place i would imagine that it's a good problem to have that there are some tough decisions to make now you have a lot of depth uh, you have a lot of choices coming up you ollie and the staff
6: yeah so so i think the way we're looking at it right now is you know we have a game today we got a game tomorrow and we have two after that so we're going to let some things play out certainly excuse me when we're in pittsburgh we'll discuss it and uh you know, I'm hopeful that we can position ourselves to make the right decisions and choose the right people. But yeah, it's gonna be kind of fun putting this together, but I'm sure there's gonna be some disappointed people in the end.
4: Yeah, well it's you know, it is part of the game, unfortunately. Not everybody can participate, but it is a special time, no doubt, for all of those in the clubhouse and those that will be out there the next four games to show what they've got before you start the postseason here at Bush Stadium as you've done many, many times. I appreciate this time very much. Thank you for all of these And best of luck in the postseason and best of luck today on a very special day here at the ballpark.
6: Thank you, Tommy. Sounds good.
4: Great to talk to you. There's the president of baseball operations, John Moselock, with us on KMOX. A lot to come on Sports on a Sunday morning. We have had so much fun here. When we come back, I've had the benefit of being able to talk to albert pools throughout the season we've done a feature called five minutes with number five and we've selected a couple that we think you'll really enjoy because it's a combination of albert talking about his career and in particular some of his greatest moments that's next on kmox hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank
5: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Albert Pujols
2: comes to bat. Albert against the Royals. And Albert digs back in. Open stance, deep in the box. Holds it down on the end. Albert Pujols, the 1-0 pitch to Albert is hit. High indeed! He hits a fly ball left that field. That's back. It's a big And five minutes with number five. A thunderous ovation for Albert Pujols.
4: Five minutes with number five. Albert Pujols is with us. Boy, we've had some fun with us. And now we're going to have some fun over the next two weeks. So this week and next week, I want to concentrate on a couple of your most famous home runs, according to me. <laughs> I mean, you've had a lot. But there are some really good ones that stay in my mind. I want to start with, and we're going to play it for folks right now. Here is early in the season, 2001, at Arizona.
2: Swing and a home run to left. The first Major League home run for Albert Pujols. Boy, Joe, is that nice. He threw one up and in, moved the kid off the plate, and then he came back with a fastball, and Pujols took him deep. We have a
3: tie game.
4: And that home run against the Diamondbacks was the first home run of your career? <laughs> what do you remember about that?
3: Uh, What I remember is like, well, I better start getting going because I'm going to get set down (laughs) in a week or so. I didn't have a good series in Colorado, but uh, going to Arizona, you know, on Friday, facing Armando Reynoso and uh, just really making scoring positions, trying to look for a good pitch to hit and just put a good swing and, uh, you know, I'm just glad that you kind of get that off your chest right away, you know, and uh, really put the number one on the board you know but uh uh it was pretty awesome just running around the base and just like wow did that just happened, you know but then I ended up having a great great series you know that that whole weekend there and uh, I think that's kind of what allowed me to stick around for for another week or two and 22 years later I'm here in the big leagues still
4: yeah you are this is another one. This is my all-time favorite Mike Shannon call. This is July 4th, 2003.
2: Here's the next by Wood, and it's up and in and back to the screen, and Albert Pujols is uh, knocked down. He doesn't even look at the uh, mound. He uh, Dern there injured himself as he had to uh, avoid that pitch. He takes his helmet off, walks back into the batter's box, Sets himself, and I wouldn't, wouldn't I love to see number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street, the pitch. Swing and hello, Fourth of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down, and now Albert looks at him as he goes around first. He gives him a glare, say, "Take a little whiff of that, big boy." And now Kerry Wood takes a look at Albert as he touches them off give it to him big boy give it to him that's how you play baseball that's when you're a professional like Albert is you don't glare out there you don't throw your bat you don't charge the mound you just take the next pitch and you hit it into the uh, seats
4: that home run off Kerry Wood at Wrigley Field he knocked you down you got up and you took him out of the ballpark what do you remember about that moment
3: and what you were feeling no, I remember about that. Yeah, the pitch before that in my head, you know, and I wasn't too happy about it. And uh, But, uh, you know, as you know, the rival, big weekend, 4th of July, I mean, a lot of people pack how at Wrigley Field. I mean, just a lot of emotional going on. But uh, just uh, saw that pitch up and, you know, maybe tried to intimidate me a little bit. But uh, I dig in, and, you know, he made a mistake, and I think it was the next pitch of the couple of pitches after that and I ended up hitting it out of the ballpark and I think after after that score I kind of gave a little look back to you also so it was kind of pretty interesting
4: and as folks could hear in the call he Mike called it perfectly he said and now Albert looks at him so he, he but he said at the end of that call that's how you play baseball when you're a professional like Albert is you don't glare out there you don't rush the mound you take the next pitch and you hit it into the seats
3: yeah it's part of the game you know i think uh, you know those guys out there they don't want to hate you especially up and end but um you know sometimes you know it can get you a little bit uh going and maybe it's a wake-up call <laughs> for you to <laughs> get it going but i think uh, i'm pretty sure you can ask carewood you know we never had any problem but uh, i'm sure he didn't try throw that pitch open in on me like that but uh I wasn't too happy about it, and, you know, I respond with the home run, the next pitch after that, the next two pitch, I don't remember, but I just, you know, it's all about business, you know, and, you know, there's some pitchers that, you know, one of them was here uh, at the ballpark yesterday, the rocker, you know, they love to intimidate and throw a couple of pitches up and in just to make sure his presence was there, and you want to make sure that you don't back up when you start digging in there, you know, and and feel good about yourself, so that's something that I always had learned in this game, the you know, no matter what, you, you are in control of the atmosphere, and that was something that I always really focused on.
4: Uh, next week we'll focus on two postseason moments that I've selected. I think you can guess what they are, but we'll get to them. And, and before we go, though, I want to make mention of the Pujols Family Foundation. Best way on social media, Pujols found. You
3: can see great pictures. Go back in time to see how this foundation has evolved. Yes, yeah, CooperFamilyFoundation.org. You can find us on Instagram. On the website, you know, Tapper and Jack Cooper has done a really good job here in, in San Luis, uh, you know, in Northern California. We got Crystal Ron, who's working hard, you know, to spend and grow our our foundation, not just here, but just across the country. And that's something that I think, uh, you know, I'm blessed to have the team that I that I have working for not just for me, for the people, you know, because I believe this is a foundation that. It's been contributed by a lot of people, and we are really blessed to have the people that have supported us you know, for the last uh, you know, 15, 16 years.
4: Appreciate the time very much. Thank you, buddy. Albert Pujols on KMOX. There's Albert Pujols, five minutes with number five that we air every Monday morning, um, sponsored by Enterprise Bank and Trust. We're going to get to another uh, part of that, five minutes to number five. We've been doing these all season long with Albert he was incredibly gracious to agree to do this really really appreciate it we're here at Bush Stadium Stiefel Sports Studio here's a little bit more now we talked about a lot of home runs through the season the Brad Lidge one which you can hear at KMOX.com all these interviews are on KMOX.com's front page but I wanted to close with this one because this is one of his proudest moments as well 2011 World Series
2: Alexi Gondo delivers swing a home run if it's fair go fair baby go fair Oh yeah! A three-run homer as Albert turned around a 96-mile-an-hour fastball, and the Cardinals are now up 11 to six. Way to go, Albert! He's three for his last three, and this is a three-run home run. And it's 11 to six.
1: Bolles has three hits in a row. He grounded out in the first inning to go 0 for 7 in this series. Since then, single, single, home run. Pujols hits a high fly ball. That's deep. Left center field. It's a gunner! Pujols hits a two-out, two-run homer in the seventh inning. 14-6 to Cardinals. Four hits in a row for Pujols. And his first career multi-homer game in World Series play. Not
4: one, not two, but he came up again with a chance for a third.
2: And another pitch from Oliver to uh Albert Pujols with no one on and two out, 2-2 two, two delivery. swinging another home run. There it is, his third of the game. Albert Pujols, five for five with three home runs. And it's now 16-7. to seven. What a game from Albert Pujols here tonight. Five for his last five with a three-run homer, a two-run homer, and now a solo blast.
4: And there it is, <laughs> three home runs in a World Series game. Only Reggie Jackson and Babe Ruth accomplished that. What was that night like for you?
3: Uh pretty special. Uh you know, I haven't had a g a hit that whole series, uh, the first two games, I mean I got two hit by pitch, I believe, three or four walks and you know, didn't have a chance to really produce and For some reason, I wake up that morning, I told Didi and the kiddos, you know, and, you know, man, I'm going to do something special tonight. And I remember I jumped on the bus, and I used to sit in the back. As soon as I jumped on the bus, I told the guy, hey, tonight is my night. Jump on me, guys. I got you. And everybody was pumped up and excited. You know, I... It's just one of those things, you know, and I call, I guess. I didn't know that I was going to hit 300. I knew it was going to be something special. I mean, you're playing in the World Series. That's a special already. But uh, I think it's just one of those moments where you you, you feel that pressing. And, and, man, i it was a heck of a night, uh, you know, to go out there, to get a couple of hits and, you know, to finish up with 300 300s uh, was pretty amazing, especially, you know, going into that territory, you know, which it was allowing and, and really win game three on the road was pretty special for us because that gave us a chance that we might can bring the series back here to San Louis, which we did, and we ended up winning two games here and and be the world champion. But, man, it was just uh, well, probably one of the best moments of my career at that platform. You know, everybody's watching the World Series. There's nothing else to watch but that. It's, it's almost like the Super Bowl everybody's watching, you know, so... Uh, the way the guy used me at uh, that gang, it was just pretty special. And, man, it's just uh, a great, great, great feeling. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. It was a great feeling.
4: Albert Pujols, that was 11 years ago that he did that. That interview is from this season, five minutes with number five, Albert Pujols, one of two to be honored today in a retirement ceremony with Yadier Molina. That will happen at 1230. Albert is in the lineup. He is playing first base and batting third. Just like old times. How cool is that? Yachty, by the way, is batting fifth and catching today. Adam Wainwright is the starting pitcher. Uh, In our final few moments, Joe Pott, looking forward to hearing you. A little bit later today, we have about 30 seconds, but coming up, you have network pregame.
5: We do. And, of course, uh, that ceremony for Albert Pujols
4: and for Yachty Air Molina will air right during our pregame, so you don't have to turn it. You don't have to wait for anything special Of course, we'll hear from the manager. We're going to hear a little bit from Brendan Donovan, who talks about what it's like to play with these veterans, and we'll get you all ready for this final regular season game. Keep it right here. KMOX, the home of the Cardinals. I'm Tom Ackerman. This has been Sports on a Sunday morning. Ceremony at 1230, pregame at 1210.
0: (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact